Welcome to the Franchise Growth Podcast. This is the podcast for franchisors and business leaders to get tangible weekly action steps to improve your franchise system. Plus, it's a great way to get professional development in while you're driving, doing the dishes, or walking your dog. Hosted by the team at AC Inc., you'll learn about how to effectively coach franchisees to make your system more profitable, creating a successful growth mindset, modern leadership insights, and so much more. Get ready to talk franchise growth. Hello, and welcome back to the Franchise Growth Podcast. This is Belle from AC Inc., and today on the podcast, we've got Roger. How's it going, Roger? It's going as good as usual. <laughs> Roger, did, doing, Roger did tell me he's having a bit of an all over the place day today. So, <laughs> and I'm having a little bit of a sleepy day today. So our energy is going to be a little bit all over the place. Fun, fun, fun is what you call it. <laughs> fun is a great word for it. <laughs> um, well, Roger, uh, for so anyone who hasn't listened to any of the past episodes with Roger, Roger comes on um, every few episodes, I'd say. And uh, he is one of the incredible franchise growth advisors at AC Inc. Um, Roger has so much experience in turnaround management, in home office um, teams, um, in uh, large, like super established, large scalable uh, scalable um, franchise brands. Um, and then, of course, does uh, field coaching uh, through AC and our fractional services. So tons and tons of expertise. Um, But we're really excited. We're going to have you on the the podcast today, Roger, to talk about uh, using peers to coach franchisees. So we have lots of really good questions. I'm kind of going to kind of move us through. But of course, before we dive into the bulk of the content and all the key takeaways, um, I'm not sure if you remember this, Roger, I kind of started this the new newer thing. Um, I open up with an icebreaker question because that's kind of an AC thing is to have kind of random icebreaker questions whenever we can fit them in. (laughs) All right, let's do it. Um, Okay, he is ready. All right, Roger, your question today. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Go to pizza toppings. Wow. Okay. Go to pizza toppings. Uh, the way that I said that's so serious. And you were there's a couple of pizza brands that I'm working with. And I had a pizza a couple of days ago. But are they my go-to pizza toppings? Um some sort of meat, mm-hmm. usually chicken. Okay. Uh, roasted red peppers. Ooh. And then maybe one sort of vegetable, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, roasted red pepper and chicken often would have what, like tomatoes or maybe like a green of some sort? Yes, yes. Yeah. And I do consider a pineapple a possible topping, not on that pizza, not on that type of pizza, but I have done it in the past. I haven't done it in a while, but I will say, yeah, I I like the, the Hawaiian slice, I guess. I am also a very big fan of pineapple on pizza. And it is a contentious topic. It really is. Mm-hmm. Like when you bring it up, some people feel very strongly. I feel like I don't feel incredibly strongly. I like it on pizza, but I'm not one of those people that's like, it's the best thing ever. Yes. Um, but I agree. A chicken pizza, I have to say, chicken and I had one at um uh I'm trying to remember where I had it, but it had chicken and goat cheese and red pepper and spinach and something else and like seasoning stuff on top but that was incredible like the goat cheese or like some feta or something on a chicken pizza everything yeah and just to i guess 
change it up a little bit. There's a place downtown that I used to go to all the time, and I still every now and then that they sell pesto slices. Oh my god! Right, and they have different pesto slices based upon actors and actresses. So you can go get like the Sylvester Stallone, or if it's a vegetarian vegetarian they might say like i don't know who's a vegetarian but like a tina turner or you know uh or like um a tom cruise but and they're associated with that pesto slice so yeah that's all kinds of different types of pizzas yeah oh i kind of forgot about pesto that might be honestly on my list i love pesto on pizza so good and they're healthier a little bit yeah i feel like it can be a little bit healthier um, okay, well, that was our fun little icebreaker. We took that very seriously. I think that was appropriate. Um, we're now going to dive into talking about all things coaching franchisees, uh, but specifically, so we talk a lot, obviously, on the podcast about um, coaching franchisees, about kind of the method of coaching, uh, the frequency, uh, who should be doing the coaching, the strategies, the um, mindset around it, all those types of things. But I want to talk about something that we get asked a lot by brands who have coaches in place um, or brands who have a lot of different like levels of franchisees who are kind of tackling different stages of growth in their own businesses. Um, and that is using peers. So like using your fellow franchisees to help coach your owners um, to become better business owners, to learn new skills, to you know continue setting new goals, all that type of thing. Um, and I want to start off Roger, because you do a lot of different um, coaching, both in a fractional service through AC, um, but also in your past experience with franchising, you've seen a lot of coaching, seen franchisees um, uh, going through this type of business uh, development. Uh, what types of peer coaching exist in a franchise system? Like how are, what are the different ways that it can be built out um, that either we have or you've seen um, that works well? Right. Definitely. There are uh, a few that come to mind that are popular. And obviously one of them is the one-to-one coaching that, you know, you have a peer or you have a mentor that can actually facilitate some sort of growth that you're looking for for the mentee. You have peer group coaching where you have a group that are trying to meet a few objectives or just get on the same page about getting best practices and things to help grow their brand. You have accountability coaching, sort of like one-to-one coaching where you're holding each each other accountable, where it's really... It's more of moving the needle together than a coaching thing. It's just really holding yourself um, to that aspect, right? And um, performance group coaching as well, where you're actually doing some of those things where you have topics, you have content, but you're also talking around best practices as well to try and move the needle on some of those issues that are germane to what you want to do and develop the franchise. Mm -hmm. So that's a really, that's a really nice list. And it's kind of broke. I I like how you broke them down as to like what you'd kind of be getting out of each one as well. Like not all of them are going to be focused on the same things. As you said, like there's accountability partners is kind of sometimes what they're called in certain systems and stuff. So that would look a little different, obviously, than um, having like a mentor. Um, Jen on our team uh, was a franchisee for many years and she did that type of mentoring kind of one-to-one, but that would look different than if you were, yeah, doing a performance group where you're actually learning like content from a fellow franchisee. Um, so there's, I, I like how you kind of described the different structures, how those are also built out. 
I'm curious if you have um, thoughts, like if someone is kind of hearing, okay, I can get peers, like I can get my franchisees to coach my fellow franchisees. Do you want to just differentiate how um, getting peers to do coaching um, is a little different than having someone from the home office team who's a designated field coach, um, like just kind of clarifying, just in case people are hearing this and going, oh my gosh, I could get a franchisee to do this. <laughs> Maybe just clarifying the difference there. Right. Um, definitely perspective is the first thing that comes to mind. Whereas, you know, head office has a different perspective than someone who's operating a unit day to day. When you have a pair that's experiencing the same things you are on a day to day basis, what you're looking for is buy-in and understanding because perspective from head office will totally be different. Mm -hmm. Now, going back to the some of the elements and the type of peer coachings just depend what you're trying to achieve out of it. Growth, individual growth, a group or a segment of your brand that you want to grow. So the perspective on why and everything is, will always come back to why and what you're trying to facilitate will be a good purpose for why you would have a peer do it rather than someone from home office with just relaying, relaying content to your franchisees. Yeah, uh, I think that's a really, really good point to make is that there there is that different, um, not motivation, but pers perspective, as you said, that someone would be coming in with if they're doing some coaching from the perspective of I'm also a franchisee, like I'm also running my own store and kind of have that we're much more um, on the same page just in terms of day to day and all of that, and then providing insight from that perspective versus a home office team member. Um, but I do also want to mention as we because I'm going to um, get you to explain a few other pieces of that. But uh, one thing I know that people have asked in the past, and, and we've done roundtables and stuff on is, um, there is a, a certain perception that having a franchisee like a peer do the field coaching um, is like the best way to go. And I think it, it, it's you have to be careful with that because when franchisees are helping each other, um, there's not that greater, bigger picture understanding of the value that home office and like the systems and operations and stuff, the value of everyone being consistent. And um, what's that word we use all the time? Not consistent. Uh, uh, compliant. That's right. I was thinking comprehensive. I was like, that's not the right word. <laughs> compliant, like that value of compliance while also having empathy and understanding what the franchisee is going through. And if you have a really well-trained field coach, they're going to be able to balance that and like hold all that information together a bit better. Um, then sometimes a franchisee, again, like that's why there's different models for the peer to peer type coaching. Um, so uh, yeah, just wanted to make sure as we do a little bit more explaining about the the peer coaching um, that I'll get you to explain. I do want to kind of give that uh, little <laughs> disclaimer that uh, it often doesn't accomplish the exact same things. It's like a different way um, and often an additional way. So if you have a field coach who is coaching your franchisees and working on their business goals and their financial skills and um, like mapping out their vision planning and all those pieces, um, adding in like peer-to-peer -peer mentoring or uh, peer accountability groups or performance groups is often an additional way to do that or for specific franchisees who are going through specific things together, um, not necessarily like the go-to solution instead of having someone from your home office team who is working on those things. So just want to add that disclaimer. Anything else you want to yeah. add? Yeah, and you know, I think you've termed it properly. There, there are two different things that you're dealing with. So when I look at the head office and your head office is relaying something to the franchisees. 
that can be viewed as training. You're trying to upload content into your franchisees, which is very different when you're talking about a peer mentoring. You're trying to move the needle on day-to-day -day operations and experiences that they're having, like from a shared experience perspective that they're dealing with day-to-day -day, on a day-to-day -day basis. So, you know, it may be something little like, um, you know, I have to pick up my child every day. What are you doing? to you know alleviate that or you know stuff like closing up opening practice like stuff that that's may not be training content all, all the time but it's the shared experience of actually operating the business that's a really yeah great actually comment is that operational side so um for anyone who hasn't uh listened all the way since the beginning of the podcast we actually do have a couple episodes about the difference between proactive and operational coaching um so if you're kind of interested in that difference that roger was just mentioning um i will link that uh that podcast in the notes because uh, that's a really really good episode as well um okay moving on to to slight, slightly different topic we're going to talk a little bit about the the benefits and the downsides because we did kind of give that little disclaimer just kind of explaining the difference but what are kind of the pros like what and you kind of already mentioned about the shared perspective um but do you want to kind of explain a little bit further like where is the shared accountability franchisees supporting each other like have you seen that um create pros or create, you know, positive outcomes that, you know, maybe people wouldn't expect. I know you do a lot of this with your peer performance groups and roundtable groups as well for franchisees. Do you, what kind of like positive results do you see in those situations? Right. Um, definitely it comes with, I'll start with the shared experiences again, right? So going through stuff that other franchisees have experienced prior to you and helping you navigate through some of those things that you, uh, lesser tenured franchise they may go through so scaling for example um onboarding managers or you know as they say offloading or sharing and delegating corporate knowledge mm -hmm. some franchisees like to hold on to that and you know they're hard it's hard to let go to somebody else who is your you know number two in charge so those types of things collective wisdom and some of these types of groups that we talked about, there's a collective wisdom, things that you may have not thought about or experienced. And just having all this brain power in one room is very helpful. Franchisees come from all different backgrounds. You may have somebody with operational backgrounds. If it's a service industry, you may have experience in services or, you know, employment services, whatever it may be. So hiring practices. So the collective wisdom really helps and diverse ideas. You know, as you say, there's always a one more than one way to skin a cat. So just, you know, not getting stuck in your own head about the way you get something done. There is a lot about about that that goes into the process, too. And of course, we talked about accountability. Mm. Just knowing where the benchmarks are is huge because you're talking to, you know, your peers every day about how they're moving the needle, what's going on in the industry. Um, yeah. Things change economically all the time. How are you dealing with this? So that's something that's like real time. And then the cost effectiveness of it as well, right? So just having your peers um, talk to each other, learn from each other, that content that would have been uploaded from head office is more real time. 
and they can help in other areas as well, getting content, help them solve other solutions. But from a cost effectiveness, now you have peers that are always communicating rather than feeling they need to reach out to head office for everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the cost effective piece is a really, really good point. Even um, so we do the the peer performance groups um, for like as a fractional uh, service, like and that is what um, Roger is speaking to in a lot of these examples as well. But uh, that uh, people have been really um, attracted to that type of model because you're you're doing kind of small group coaching, but those groups get very close and often um, find it, as you said, a ton of value in the shared experience, the um, accountability. I think knowing that you have to come to the next performance group with a, you know, your um, SWOT analysis done, right, to have your SWOT analysis and knowing that all the other four or five people in that group are all going to have theirs done, I think does build a lot more accountability than just knowing you're answering to one person um, that same way. So I think that that piece is is definitely big as well. And then, as you said, the sharing of the, the real experiences from in the industry, from the economic conditions um, of running that business. Um, I think all of those are, are really, really strong points. Um, as far and as one more thing there, Bill, yeah. um, I'd be remiss to not to add the networking part of it. Mm. You want your network literally to be yeah. network connected, right? You don't want them to be in silos, right? So totally. um, that's a big part of it too. Yeah. And and I think a lot of people feel uh, like they, they're hearing all these benefits and like, that's awesome. We would love to, you know, have some kind of roundtable group or, you know, mini groups of uh, accountability peers in our franchise system. Like that all sounds great, but, um, you know, it, it's one thing to hear that it sounds great and it's another thing to put it into practice. Um, and that's where, you know, time, some expertise, right? You don't want to just kind of send out some emails and go, you guys all now get together. You want to make sure there's leadership, there's facilitation, there's a a goal of sessions and um, it's not too much, but it's not too infrequent. And, and that's where um, some brands have brought us in fractionally. Some brands kind of take the time to build out a program um, with their field coaches um, and then implement, but that implementation definitely is a, a, a bigger piece of it. So we're not saying it's all just easy and there's just all these <laughs> incredible things, but um, but there's lots of ways to accomplish it. It's not just that you have to build out a whole program on your own. Again, some people bring us to do it. Um, some people have their field coaches um, uh, like uh, lead the charge on it and kind of build that themselves. And so there's lots of ways it can get built out, but there are a huge amount of benefits to that type of um, interaction. Um, but as far as negatives, and we don't want to obviously dwell too much on the negatives, but again, just to maybe have some cautionary pieces of having, um, have you seen any negatives of having kind of peers work together in a franchise system um, in that kind of coaching and accountability space? Right. Um, For the downsides, I'll say of it is the appropriateness of putting a peer in a position to have a voice Mm -hmm. should be a big responsibility because it is a voice in lieu of the franchisor. So a couple of things that I would think about is limited expertise right so if you have if that person has a narrow view then they're going to provide that narrow view to whoever they're mentoring time constraints you know there may be questions those types of things the mentor has their own business to run so you don't want them to lose sight of what they're doing for themselves while they're mentoring other people sometimes the mentor has multiple units so you know you want to keep them on track too 
Yeah. Competitiveness. We talk about competitiveness. When you're hearing what your other franchisees or peers are doing, it can be competitive. And, you know, sometimes mentors can be even seen as having favor with the franchisor, which mm. can cause a disconnect. And unstructured approach. That's another one, right? Where you're looking at franchisees or that are mentors that are taking their approach to things where usually a franchise system is very structured they have brand and operational ways that they want to do things when you're putting that in the hand of a, a peer leadership to mentor you're losing some of that um structured approach right and again limited perspective right they're yeah. dealing it from their perspective whether they're a successful mid-tier new long tenured they're mentoring somebody who's not currently dealing with their same perspective because usually a mentor is dealing with somebody new, but the brand may have evolved over that time. So it may not be apple to apples mentoring. Those are actually really, really compelling. And I, I think, yeah, I, I, I like how you said it as it's more downsides, not necessarily um, negatives. It, it's not to say that they're a reason not to do it, but I, it's more cautionary of just saying there are, ways that we just want to be really cautious and aware that this is different than having someone from home office share coaching and skill training development all those things um and so we just want to make sure it's structured in a way that's not going to yeah be too unstructured and and to kind of just say we like and <laughs> go go coach and <laughs> right we don't want it to be too lax either because as you said it is a huge responsibility and, and being able to provide insight um, and accountability and all those pieces is a big uh, a big thing for any owner to take on um so yeah i think that's some really good cautionary um pieces uh to keep in mind as you're thinking about building this or thinking about improving your current one um do you have any other we've we've obviously we've kind of talked about the different structures um how they work like how they um interact with the system we've talked about some pros and cons um do you have any other tips though for someone who's kind of listening to this and either who has one set up but wants to make it better or who doesn't have any type of peer mentoring or coaching at all and is wanting to get some of this in place what are some other either tips for that or um other ways that kind of peers can interact so that like the whole system can get better together is there any um, last insights there yeah i'll bring it back again to the why so all of the options we've mentioned, well, even if it's like, I know head office is not a pair thing, but one-to-one -one performance yeah. groups, accountability, it's really refining and, and defining the appropriateness of why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. What do you want out of it? You have to always look at your end goal, like anything else in business. Totally. Why do you want one-to-one -one mentoring? Are you going to move the needle that way? Mm. Is the person good? Do you, they just need to be mentored in a certain way? Do they need group motivation? Like, so it's always the why behind choosing to do what you do in that sense. And just best practices is making sure that everybody's on the same page, rowing in the same direction. Yeah. You shouldn't have franchisees sitting with a mentor wondering why they're there. Yeah. Or why the head office selected this person. What are they going to get out of it at the end? Everybody should be rowing in the same direction from the head office, the mentor, and those being mentored. So mm -hmm. that's what I would say. Just make sure everybody's rowing in the um, same direction because ultimately a franchisor and a franchisee relationship is a business partnership and you all want to row in the same direction. 
Oh, I love that. That's a really, really good kind of thing to finish us up here is the going back to whenever you're either deciding to optimize what you currently have or adjust it or put something in place, going back to the having the goal and then having every person in that relationship. Um, Because as you said, it does include head office has to put this together, express why, um, you know, coordinate all of that. And then um, from there, it often is more of a peer relationship or um, like a collaborative still. But, uh, but I think that is really, really, really important to have everybody <laughs> at every point of that relationship be super clear as to what it is we're trying to do. <laughs> There's no confusion. As you said, I actually, I think that's really, really key is the if a franchisee is like sitting with another franchisee and is like, why are they supposed to be telling me these things? Or why is this the person I'm supposed to be confiding in? Like, I think that is a really, really good um, piece. I'll definitely guarantee if you out of the three parties involved, if you have a win-win-win solution, everybody's happy, obviously, right? And that's what you're ultimately looking for. Amazing. Well, Roger, thank you so much. Um, There was so many great key takeaways in that. And um, I think... uh, just kind of listening to our conversation, um, I'm wondering if even an episode talking about how to build out a couple of these programs, even like how to set proper expectations in accountability groups or things like that might be a really cool conversation to us to have in the future. Always feel free if you are listening and there are any topics or questions that you have from the episodes. Um, we love when we get emails um, or messages from you guys. Um, it really does make just make us so happy. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, so if there is anything you're ever hearing, you go, I really want to hear more on that specific piece. Please do send us an email. You can find all our details uh, for everything, marketing, services, all of that at AngelaCote.com, obviously. Um, and Roger, thank you so much for joining today. That was awesome. Loved it. As always, Bella, it's always a fun time. Woo. Okay. Well, um, let's finish up for the day and hope everyone, oh wait, hope everyone goes and be awesome. That doesn't make sense. Everyone go be awesome. <laughs> there you go. And I'm going to go have a slice. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening today. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. For more resources on franchise growth, check out our blog or join one of the AC Roundtables. They are weekly Zoom calls focused on peer collaboration and business development. We have groups for established brands, emerging brands, and professional development groups for both field coaches and marketers. Also, if you're interested in any of the AC courses, assessing your field coaching, or hiring and training field coaches for your system, head to AngelaCote.com to learn more and get in touch with our team.